0: What's going on, everyone? It's TJ here for the French Onion Soup Podcast. Not sure what day it is, not sure what time it is, not sure what episode it is, but the one thing I'm sure of is that the NFL released the Buffalo Bills as well as the rest of the NFL schedule on Thursday night, and I figured I'd break it down just a little bit. I apologize. I got a couple of beers in me. I got Hamburg Brewing Company's 2 Mango. It was recommended to me. I kind of like it. After a couple of beers, I figured I'd throw something together. PJ and I were not able to link up to do a podcast together. He may throw a podcast together this weekend, but I figure I just kind of talk a little bit about my thoughts regarding the Buffalo Bills schedule. First and foremost, the one thing that jumps out is obviously the four primetime games. I do like the fact that three of the four are later in the year. It may come back to bite them a little bit, but when you start off with your first primetime game against Kansas City, On Thursday night in October that could be one of the potential first losses for the Buffalo Bills I'll get back to that in a few minutes but the four primetime games is something that definitely catches the eye to a Bills fan and the rest of the league I think Tampa Bay has five games and potentially the Bills could have the five games in primetime or nationally televised I should say depending what happens in a week I believe it's 15 with the Denver Broncos because that's your TBD that could be that New England Type game this year with it could be on that Saturday or Sunday depending on what plays out for both Buffalo and Denver. But let's kind of dissect the season and the Bills uh, and, and the schedule. But first and foremost, hopefully, there are fans in the stands. Hopefully, this pandemic can seize up a little bit. And you know, obviously, it's a serious situation, but I'm hoping that fans can get to the games and can slowly. I don't want to say normalcy because that's not the right word, but hopefully there something can happen where we, stadiums aren't empty because I like to travel. If you know me, I like to go to the away games if I can and enjoy myself. And I'm hoping to hit up a couple of games this year as well. But primetime games is something that caught my eye, and especially not that it's a primetime game, but the Las Vegas Raiders in week four. That's another game that kind of caught my attention because you potentially have... Four wins to start off the season. I like the two games against the division, starting off at the Jets at home. I think that's a 1-0 and right there. And then you go down to Miami. Week 2, I don't like a September game with the heat and the, the weather, but I don't think Miami, after all the moves they made, are ready to make that jump. But I do like the Bills starting off 2-0. and Been making their way back to Orchard Park in Week 3 against The Los Angeles Rams, who are kind of rebuilding, they got rid of Brandon Cooks, they got rid of Todd Gurley. And when you have a West Coast team going to an East Coast uh, game or team, or just traveling, I should say, the time difference kind of takes a toll on them because to them it's 10 a.m. Or if it's a 4 o'clock game, it's a 1 p.m. game, but in this case, the 1 o'clock start week three against the LA Rams. That could favor the Buffalo Bills and potentially start off at 3-0. And then as I mentioned a couple minutes ago, I do think the Bills win in Las Vegas. Vegas doesn't scare me as a team. I know there will be a lot of hype. I know they play the Saints in their first game in Allegiant Stadium. But I still think the Bills could potentially start off at 4-0. and Week 5 is, I think, the, the, you know, I don't want to say troublesome game, but I think that's the potential spot for maybe their first loss at Nashville because, or Tennessee, I should say. Coming back from Vegas The time, a little bit of a short week, and I think potentially the Bills could lose too with Tennessee and then at home against Kansas City. The Thursday night game against Kansas City is kind of a toss-up, though, because all Thursday night games for the most part are either like shootouts or they're very low scoring or they're just sloppy or just not your typical nfl game because the teams don't get that six to seven days rest but i see maybe the bill's going off starting either four and two or five and one hopefully it's five and one i want to say six and oh but just hypothetically we'll say four and two going into the first six weeks of the nfl year the one thing that I also do like when I read up on the schedule is that the potential of the Bills defense playing very young, inexperienced quarterbacks. You could have first-year starting quarterbacks play in the Bills, I think it's like five or six times. You know, I th- i think it was six games or something like that. You know, you got Jared Statham twice for New England. You don't know if Tua eventually will replace Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami, Justin Herbert. With the Tyrod Taylor-led Chargers who come to Buffalo Week 12. I think that's a win regardless of whether Tyrod does play or Justin Herbert. But you have Drew Locke for Denver as well when you go there Week 15 to play Denver. The defense could make noise once again for the Bills. Even if the offense is still kind of that hit-and-miss type of offense. Even though you got got Stephon Diggs, Zach Moss. You know, hopefully Dawson Knox takes that next step for the Bills. But, you know, the one thing also that caught my attention or my mind or just my overall thought process when I look at the Bills' schedule was that last year, towards the end of the year, even though they clinched in Pittsburgh, it was more of a relatively easy schedule for the Bills towards the later later half, second half of the year. Whereas this year, you're going to go and you're going to play... San Francisco, you're going to play... Well, San Francisco Monday night, number one, week 13. You play Pittsburgh Sunday Night Football. Week 15, you still have to travel back out to Denver. Now, even though Denver didn't make the playoffs last year, Mile High is still a very difficult place to play. Last time the Bills played there, they lost. I know there was still Payne Manning was uh, still the quarterback there. And that was Kyle Oren, I think, too. I think that was Kyle Oren. But you go... San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Denver, New England and then Miami. Miami doesn't scare me at home week 17, neither does New England, but they're not they're not toss-ups. And the fact that you have to go out west twice out of 3 weeks. San Francisco, come back, play Pittsburgh at home, and go back to Denver and then come back and play Monday night football in Gillette at Foxborough. Those aren't really, you know, they're not difficult games, but they're not they're not easier than they were last year. When the Bills clinched, as I mentioned, in Pittsburgh. So there's a lot to the Bills' schedule this year, and you know, there's injuries, there's cuts, there's trades. You never know what's going to happen, but for the most part, this is a schedule that favors the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to peg them as a 10 or 11 win team. I know ESPN came out saying they're one of four teams that could possibly win 12 games. I'm trying to be more realistic. I'm trying to just see, hey, you know what? There's a lot of factors that could happen, a lot of different scenarios. So one day at a time. I mean, we're in a world right now, it's one day at a time. And I'm just very hopeful that over the next three months, this pandemic that we're in with the coronavirus slows down so teams can get acclimated to their new free agent and draft picks so they can practice, so they can get familiarity with each other. I'm hopeful that fans can get to training camp which I don't expect unfortunately but at least maybe week 1 you know if I'm just hoping fans can be at the games cuz I don't like hearing about how hey there's you know empty stadiums and fans can't do this and fans can't do that like I get it safety's first health is first absolutely but there's going to come a point where the world has to kind of get back to its its feet and and, and keep progressing and I'm just hopeful that I would be okay with maybe the year, and I know we mentioned this in the previous podcast or maybe a, a couple ago I apologize, but if the season had to start a couple of weeks late as well, I'm okay with that. If that means the Super Bowl had to be pushed back two extra weeks, and I know they said I think everybody that plays week two something with week two they had the same bye week, so it would help match up with a week for schedules. It's something like that. There's some sort of division or I don't quote me but I know after I think it was NFL Network or ESPN I heard it on said that the week two opponents have the same bye weeks or something like that uh... divisions or or something so I know Roger Goodell has contingency plans I'm happy that the NFL is going business as scheduled because it's something to talk about, it's something to look forward to, it's something to read that's not political it's something different it's it's ongoing and I'm just more and more looking forward to hopefully getting life back to normal or at least reopening businesses, reopening this and just overall life just in general. Like there's just so much going on and if you know me and you know PJ and you know our backgrounds, we, we lead sports, like we love sports, we love being around it, and I'm sure most of you do as well and I'm just hopeful that after seeing the schedule Thursday night, it pumped me up. Hopefully it pumped you up. And let's get to some football. Let's get to some stuff that's live and not recorded and replayed. Because and, I'm sick of watching replays of everything. I'm over it. And getting into that, I've been doing a lot of binge watching on Netflix. And I thing I talked about in the last podcast, I got into Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, Al Camino. I just recently finished Shameless. The nine seasons of Shameless. I'm waiting for season 10 to come up on Netflix. Wow. Shameless. Yeah, you know what? Loved it. Gladder's recommended to me. Looking forward to season ten on Netflix. I may even get the showtime channel just to watch season ten. Kicked up Outer Banks. I watched some Chris Delia. I watched some Tom Segura if you like stand-up comedy. There's a lot of good stuff out there, but I want to see live stuff and that's the gist of this whole podcast. I know sometimes I go off on tangents, but I'm looking forward to football. I'm looking forward to see what happens with MLB, the NHL, NBA. I'm looking forward to just a whole lot of things, and summertime, and I want to get back out to bars and patios and, you know, beaching and all that type of good stuff, and just a regular, normal work schedule and everything else, but we'll go through all this shit together. Excuse me, we'll get through all this shit together. I can't talk right now. i got to get a couple more beers in me, but those are just some of my thoughts. I know it's late at night. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all those mothers. Go Bills. And PJ and I will talk to you on the flip side. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Weekend, week, whatever day it is, whatever time it is, I don't even know. I'm a hot mess. And I'm okay with that because it's absolute nonsense here in the French Onion Soup Podcast. Ciao.